Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Right, sample done. Uh, you can go to that website and you can and you can see uh, these people. I don't have that list right in front of me right now, but there's. Yes, I sir. I think in one person there was a an Amish farmer. You know the Amish people. Uh, yes, sir. This one person was making, you know, making salve. Uh, salve to put on the skin that you've been doing that for, for years. And uh, some, you know, one of these federal agencies, uh, I guess, uh, tried to put him in jail for, for, you know, for what he was doing, you know, making this uh, oh, really? homegrown ointment. Yes, yes. Are they sure that it was ointment? I mean... Sure what? Oh, were they sure that it was ointment they were were growing? Well, yeah, I was, uh, you know, just a... a fan that... uh, you know, people were buying from him that uh, harmless, you know, just the beneficial uh, herbs and, and uh, you know, things like that. And, uh, yes, sir. I, you know, I believe he's still in jail. Oh, and there's wow. been other people like that that have, uh, And, uh, you know, there are, that's that's probably a a list I need to prepare so I'd, uh, you know, be able to answer a question like that. I could, you know, I could go on the internet right now and, uh, you know, to the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. I've gotten uh, you know newsletters from him that have uh, talked about you know uh, these people that have been persecuted and put in jail by the federal government, you know, completely against what the rights should be. Yes, sir.
oh, they're they're arresting you know good hardworking uh, you know red blooded Americans instead of you know incarcerating these these true criminals that are out there. That's right. I mean, if they spent more time nabbing some of these horrible criminals that are on the loose in our streets, you know, we wouldn't have so much crime going on. Seems like with... Yeah, I think a lot of this... (laughs) Yes, sir. A lot of this crime started when they, uh, you know, come down against uh, saying that it was, uh, you know, this separation of church and state. So they want to uh, take any mention of God out of school and... uh, If uh, if you take God out of school, then that would be the only thing that's going to that's right keep the pieces and lock everybody down. I guess. <laughs> well, I yeah, was, you know, totally I was disappointed that this uh, judge, uh, Roy, you know, uh, Roy uh, Moore, this you know lost his uh, election and. Alabama, wasn't it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Very, very heartbreaking loss. You know, conservative judge, he was... Yeah. Well, I think he... You know, dug up a little dirt on him. Probably most of it's fabricated. And, uh... Things and, uh he should have won. Yeah, I mean, what? I mean, yeah. what you have? Apparently, have, he, would sir? you have voted for Mr. Roy Moore? Would you would you vote to uh, elect him into office? I would have. What was it? If I lived in Alabama. Yes, sir. If I could have voted for him, I would have. Yeah, I... I, What's your opinion? Well, I mean, it's... He definitely would have won if if all... You know, if so many allegations, all the dirt wouldn't have uh, surfaced as it did... uh, I think I think he would have wanted. You know, it was clearly the uh, the uh, what's the term that I'm looking for? <laughs> it's it's the uh, the voters who voted for the write-in candidate. I mean, there were like twenty-two thousand, and it seemed like uh, that was a part of his big uh, shortfall with with winning that race. Yeah. 
And then he had members of his own conservative party coming out and encouraging voters to vote for a write-in candidate. So it's, you know, it's like, what the hell can you do? Yeah, right. So he would have made it a little easier on himself, you know, if he would have came out and conceded the race, but he came out and made this speech that just made him look like more of an idiot. I mean, he's up there telling the people, oh, we're going to wait on God, we're going to pray, and it's like, come on, guy, you lost. It's It's over. I mean, I'm a red-blood Christian American just like many of us. I believe in waiting on the Lord, indeed. But if he was going to be waiting on the Lord, he was going to be waiting quite a long time. Yeah, I... uh... I'm I'm trying to get these uh, meetings here more more organized with the you know, with an uh, agenda to go through. I'm publishing it uh, you know locally with uh, cards and invitations, and uh, if uh, you can. Find other people who might want to join with us. Uh, oh yes, we'll, I will we'll try to get honored. Uh, honored. You know, Bill. What was that? Oh, I was just saying I would be I would be honored to uh, to be a part of of what you have going on here. I think I think this is great. So well, yeah. This uh, these are recorded. I I came on. Oh, uh, probably a little early. I was I came on about a uh, little bit before the hour, and uh, went through the introduction. I don't know when you came on. How much you listened before you before I found out you were on here. But these are. Uh, I was listening for just a few minutes before I. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, I was just listening for for just a few minutes before I chimed in there. That's good. I need to hang out with you next week. Yeah, you know, help uh, you know, from your end, uh, you know, people you can get a hold of. You know, invite them to come on with us. Okay. And, okay. Uh, you know, we can uh, make you know suggestions. Uh, you know, I'm going to work on a 
better agenda on uh, you know how we can make these meetings more yes productive yes. and you know what we can do yes. when people do come on that uh, we can feel like we're accomplishing something exactly I mean there's it's good to talk but we need to find ways that uh, we can talk and uh, get something done. Get more yes. people involved. I, you know, the big thing is is, is to uh, try to recruit, recruit people to uh, I believe we need to work on local elections with uh, county sheriffs and county commissioners and uh, get local people elected. That's what we need. That's that's truly, we need people in the office. That are already there. That's, That's true. We need people in office who... You need to find local people that... Uh, yes, yes. Right. You know, local people, you know, you know there you probably already is some good people. Locally, we need to find out who they are, uh, how well they uh, honor their oath of office, and... Uh, We need to question people to find out who's worth supporting. The next time, you know, next time elections come, you know, come around. We can... uh, good people who want to uh, do a better job. That's true. That's true. Out the call uh, here on on top to you, just in case everyone is is wondering. Uh, it's it's a live call that's going on right now. It's called Campaign for America. Yes, and I want to encourage everyone out there to support this movement, to support this this fine gentleman here who has showed great, true uh, hospitality. I think he's got some great ideas. And we want to encourage more people to call in and come on the show and and let's talk about real issues that are affecting real people. And uh, I think this is a a great way, great way to uh, to get the process going. Yes, it's called Campaign for America dot US 
and it's located at call ID 125187. Again, that's 125187. So those of you who can call in on TalkShoe, uh, 724-444-7444, and just use the call ID 125187. I think I think this is great. Yes. Well, we appreciate you uh, joining me here, and uh, what do you say we, uh, you know, listen, you know, go back and uh, you know, listen to this uh, report that's made. And uh, let's think about it, and let's prepare for next week. Okay, sounds great. Week? That's the day after yeah. Christmas. Yes, I'm and looking that'll forward be the day to next after Christmas. So. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Christmas next week. That, yeah, that'll be the day after next next Tuesday. Okay. So, what time do you start here? Merry Christmas to you, sir. Yes, sir. Merry uh, Christmas to you as well. Central, it's ten o'clock Eastern. Okay, so next Tuesday, nine o'clock Central, I'll I'll be back here on the call with you. All righty. And what was your name? Uh, this is Todd. Todd. Todd Morris. Tom Morris. Yes, yes. All right. All right. Uh, we will see so you next uh, week. All right. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you again. Bye. Bye-bye.
Talk Recorded live. Definitely, you are unmuted. Definitely a device being used to control and manipulate mm-hmm. um, a lot of things. I think what we need to start doing, even with the stock market crashing and things, people don't really realize that. But a lot of these programs, that that's one thing I liked about the movie The Matrix. A lot of these programs that are put into place, they are designed to do certain things. And you have some minds that are, you know, these are uh, technology-savvy persons that are creating these, I call them viruses, okay, that exist. And their cause is not for the betterment of mankind. And I call you clueless. When are you women going to get back shut in up, the kitchen? Shut up, shut up, shut up. You're a douchebag, shut up. When are you, you going to get back in the to... kitchen? Oh, okay. I just I wouldn't to hear that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> um, well, again, trolls. Don't even watch your mission. To... Keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. Yeah, from time to time, trolls yeah. tend to... Um, and and the reason why this program has trolls that harass us is because we must be saying the right thing. Because it's think about it. It's, it's obvious. Me, right? It's obvious. It's, I was listening. This is Warriors, Queens, the poor Feldman. Yes. And I had my fire. I had my fire arrow ready. <laughs> yeah, I it, mean, if you're not seeing something of value and something that matters, that. you think trolls mm-hmm. would even uh, take out the time to harass us? And mm-hmm. to try to discourage us? No. If we were doing something that was on wait, their wait, level wait, that was safe, they would not harass no. us. They don't did, care about you guys. She say that and she guess what? Do you think we care about them calling in? Do you think we care about them calling in? They're on this call. They're on this call because they're trolling me. No, they're okay. trolling us. Before you were no. even a part of no. our show, this mm-hmm. person called in. You have no idea. We've Tyrone? dealt with this since we started in That's 2014. This guy's we dealt with this. We Morris. dealt with that individual in 2014. That troll was calling into this show way back then, and I was warned about him from one of the producers of a show mm. that I used to be a co-host of. So that means this person has been literally stalking us, warriors, queens, of Port mm-hmm. Thelma. So we must be doing the right thing. I don't oh, appreciate yeah. that. I really don't. I and didn't I, I didn't even hear what he said. All I heard was I am don't, literally don't dissing them by mm-hmm. muting their mic, and I'm being really mm-hmm. um, mild in my approach because mm-hmm. I could go in a little more. Vicious. I'm not a mm-hmm. yes, I could mic. be more vicious. One moment, please, because one mic. Rule follows. I could be more vicious than what mm-hmm. I am right now about this, but you know what? I'm going to take the high road, okay? Yeah. I'm going to take the high road. While they're going in and they're coming in as a troll to harass us mm-hmm. and to just be a annoyance, okay, publicly, because this is a public live recorded show, I'm going to publicly on this live recorded show, say this. They're not welcome to do that. I'm not inviting them to do that. And they need to stop following. That's called stalking. Mm-hmm. I've already mm-hmm. reported them to talk to. And if I need to go a step further and get some sort of legal in, um, intercession 
uh, here, then we'll go there. Oh, God. I will oh, not God. Here we go. Host a show on Talk Show and be harassed. Uh, I'm about, about to do another letter to Talk Show show on this some, individual calling from Southeast network Texas. They need not call again because help. it's not going to end. Yes, call. Call all forms for legal help, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Props, props. not call again. Warrior is Queens of Port Thelma. This is your time. Yeah. And Thank you. we're just not having this. We're not having this mm-hmm. at all. You are unmuted. Go. You are muted. They need mm-hmm. to act like an adult. If they say they're an adult, be an adult. But do not trouble me or trouble you on this show's platform. Mm-hmm. And that's final. Warriors, Queens, and Port Thelman, you continue on because I will be talking to the administrators of Talk to You about this. This is utterly not acceptable. All right. Thank you, Duchess Franz. And the second and final book for the suggested reading is titled <clears throat> Be Who You Want, Have What You Want. Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life by Chris Prentice. And the summary is, whatever you now do, whatever you now believe, whatever your current circumstances may be, you are perfectly equipped and fully capable of being who you want and having what you want. Uh, I could have swore I heard Donaldson just begging, pleading for attention. I could have swore. On to the next show. Tell her she better be watching her chat board for the rest of the night. So this idea that our society is disintegrating and that it's, you know, everybody's evil and everybody's in the Oh, God. Oh, God. Bullshit. Don't believe it. That's right, people. I'm pulling a flare. I'm on my knees. I've got both hands in the air. And I'm thinking, no. No. Everything that they're doing, no. trying to control people that people they have to be controlled. It's absolute one hundred percent bullshit. I am seeing tremendous caring generosity. People out there trapping animals all night that aren't even their own animals. You know, um, don't believe the the evil baloney. It's not evil out there. It's a very tiny, tiny sliver of humanity that's subscribing to any of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know Donald is looking for a place to be. The level of evil is that it's a powerful group of people. 
Yeah. You know, I and agree with you. There's, you know, something, when I've been going through this for four years, I have seen kindness from people that I would never have expected. Yeah, I don't there is a level that's powerful that is dark. You know, that is, you know, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, but so is and love. Then, so is love. Love is very powerful. That's you know, true. More and, powerful and, than they are. And they're trying to recruit. You know, they're trying to pull everybody into this darkness. And what I'm saying is that I am seeing light everywhere. You just got to look. You got to look. And yeah. It's not... Uh, you know they're they are a very powerful minority, and I really think they are in deep distress and what I'm seeing is I'm seeing joy I'm seeing the joy of giving and loving and caring and so I wish they would join us because it it feels a hell of a lot better than where they're at yeah I, I- can I say this that um, years ago, some few years ago, when I when I volunteered with latchkey kids that didn't have parents to go home to after school, so we could take them to this church or they would come to the church. It never did I feel as good, and it's like immediate karma. You give, you love, and it comes right back at you. You know, and I think that's kind of what you're talking about, too, Roseanne. Thank you. Oh, it's it is the simple service to others. You know. What they thrive on is service to yourself. You know, they try to recruit by saying, we're going to, you know, we're going to, you can make money, you can have everything, you can, you know, have power, you can have, you know, all this stuff. Well, that's all service to yourself, you know, which is somewhat important. I mean, you do have to, um, you know, keep your head above water. You have to survive, and you have to, you know, do certain things to do that. But um, service to others is where there's joy. You know, it's uh, tremendous. And love comes right back at you. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, Linda. Love you, Linda. (laughs) Love you too, Roseanne. And I really believe that. It's like, mm-hmm. like I say, well, and like like Ellen said earlier too, the brain chemicals. When you do something kind for someone, it's just like it makes you feel so good. Um, and it love comes right back at you. Giving what? is its own reward. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Stephen, yep. are you there? Uh, yes, I am. Just checking. Okay, because you're, you know, you're on a different phone. muting. Okay. We have Stephen back, and he's uh, broadcasting on his channel. So, keep her, you know, sharing these stories. And right now, we're here with a lot of uh, victims of our targeted individuals. We have people who are concerned about human experimentation. You know, these are very compassionate, concerned for the people. And most of us are victims in some other way or form. And, um, you know, we're trying to to cope the best we can um, connect with you know, connect with our fellow fellow man and trying to share stories that are going on in the world and trying to wake people up just like you do and we're trying to make people aware of what's going on in the world. At the same time we're trying to support one another. Yeah, I wanted to respond to something that um the woman said here earlier. You know, 
as I was talking about all the stuff that they've taken away from us and all the money and everything they've got down there, when you when you think about, yeah, we're in a three-dimensional world and we've got to eat and we've got to struggle and toil, and that puts us at a disadvantage, uh, that's not our fault. They did that. So yeah. I, uh, I would just have to say that... Uh, you know that should we should take that we shouldn't have to work like that. Yeah, great. Now they're just right. starting. You know, the dark forces, and you brought up a great conversation. So um, we were talking. We kind of left. We picked up where you left off, just talking about basically, you know, being a Jedi and what that means. And you know, we started to get into a little bit of metaphysics and uh, you know, in, in the beauty that's in the world and how we can kind of transform. Some of this, some of the darkness and the ugliness that's in the world, and you seem to know more about it than me, Stephen, um, you know, how we can transcend that. And so that's kind of what we've been talking about. It's been a really great conversation. Okay, so if somebody else wants to join the conversation, star eight. I'm, I was muted again. Looks like my my uh, my my host bailed because I wasn't there to support him. <laughs> oh, they bailed? Okay. Yeah. Hi, Ella. Hi, Ella. Hi, Amy. Hi. Hi. How are you? I've been wanting to share for about a half an hour already, so here I go. Um, I really like things that you get said. However, of course, there's a couple of things I didn't agree with him, but that's how it is, you know, that you can't agree with everything someone says. I did agree with a lot of what he said, though, about um, um, giving, about giving. Uh, uh, letting go of self-absorption and volunteering and giving to others, and it does give you a lot of um, uh, security within yourself and brings out your joy and your love and all your your higher qualities of of a human being that a human being has. Uh, I I do, so I really enjoyed your guest. He was was different than, um, he was different to listen to. Uh, I, I did like his, his passion for warriorship, and um, he used uh, um, Star Wars uh, terms, which I never liked Star Wars. I never liked science fiction movies, and I probably still don't. I have to really go and, and, and fuss it out again and see if I feel differently these days about science fiction movies after being targeted. Uh, but um, I, I did get, I did get the, the, the Well, somebody the shut these eggs up. Shut them up already. I want to say that um, shut uh, her up. years ago, shut her up. The targeting, but I, I Do wasn't it the electromagnetic. I wasn't aware of the targeting, which I, I probably was. Will you please? I wasn't aware of it. Um, I did see. Will you please? And he 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 knew what was going on with me, and he didn't know the whole thing, but he knew enough. And he said to me, he said to me, um, be kind, be really kind. I respected this this individual. He was very very high consciousness and all that, and I knew he had a lot of wisdom and a lot of love and compassion. He said, be really kind, and he talked about volunteering. He talked about how he talked about it was in the context of how he volunteered, and I kind of got he's trying to convey a message to me. He's trying to transmit a message to me that this is what I need to do. 
uh, right now because of when I'm going through. I've got a message you can transmit to this hang. I've got a message you can you can transmit to this hang. You know, uh, being victimized. I'd rather you survive. I'm a survivor, so it would help me survive and to thrive. And so it really does work, actually, because um, since I'm in the TI community, I've been volunteering. I've been I have a support group that I've been leading for almost three years now in Portland, Oregon, and it's really get, I got a lot out of it. Now I I I, I pay for a meetup. It's on meetup, uh, which is out in New York City. Um, it's not to toot my horn or to give me any any um, you know. Self-aggrandizement at all. It's just to say that I I I like paying, and I don't want any money back from any of the TIs that come to the meeting. The meeting is for them to uh, to get get support and get help and 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 get what I didn't get when I found out I was being targeted. I was looking for a group for ten years. I was looking for support for ten years, and I didn't I didn't know it'll turn. And at least they found out there's a group. I can't do it anymore, people. I can't do it anymore. This is worse than listening to Donaldson's singing. Horrible. I'm trying. I'm trying, people. All right, this is a this is the dawning of a new era. Might I remind all of you that nasty word that you all like to use around here. You all know what word I'm talking about. You know. You know. Yeah, you know. That word is no longer allowed. No longer allowed. It's no longer acceptable. All right? It's over, people. That era of our great lives is no more. Yes, Top Shoe has taken a stand. And they have asked all of us as to have some respect, right, for the minorities here on Talk Show. And we are no longer allowed to use that word publicly. I can use it off the air all day long. But yes, unfortunately, you people don't get to hear much of that. Yes, unfortunately. It's no longer accepted, no longer tolerated, but I swear to God, Donaldson wasn't being a big, stinking, freaking, greasy, chicken-eating, jello pudding licking you know, you know. I don't need to say anymore. I think you you got where I was going with that one. On, on to the next show. Yeah, people, I'm I'm not having such a great day today, all right? I'm not having such a great day. I don't appreciate these stinking, greasy, jello pudding licking chicken-eating, you know, talking to me like I am beneath them. Are you kidding me? You are nothing more than a stinking, freaking, jello pudding licking chicken-eating you know, you know. Are you kidding me? I'm not mad. I am irate. I am besides myself. 
Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, I said it. Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Whatever you do, people, this will always be my slogan. Whatever you do, don't be a, you know, you know. Recorded live. And completed. You are unmuted. Are you kidding me, you stinking, greasy, jello pudding licking, chicken eating, nasty? Are you kidding me? You you don't disrespect me. You know who I am? Do you know who I am? Are Are you freaking kidding me around here? Yeah, yeah, I came back to give her a piece of my mind. Are you kidding me, you little stinking dirty? You, you little, ah! You know, you know, you, you all know what I want to say. I am sick of these. You know, you know, you know. Recorded live. See what these guys are up to. You are unmuted. Well, this is very interesting. (laughs) Going into Final Jeopardy, both men are tied at 2,100 points apiece. So, here we go. Here are the Final Jeopardy. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, guys. Uh, before we get to the final match here, we do have someone coming in on the line here. South. Uh, Southeast Texas, hello. That's right, that's right. You don't have just anybody. Go ahead and tell the world the nature boy is here. I'm here for the holidays. I'm home. Woo! For the holidays. Woo! Hogan! Woo! San Martino! Woo! I'm home. You hear me, Beth? I'm home. 
minute. Here we know this that does this. I'm here for Final Jeopardy. Is this Final Jeopardy? Hello, is this okay. Final Jeopardy? Or is this the showcase showdown? Which one are we running with? Is this Halloween Havoc? 15 foot high, still change. The Nature Boy, the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Woo! Which one are we going with? Is this Saturday night? Is this WCW Saturday night on the mothership? Woo! T, woo, B, woo, S, woo! Yes, so this is this is indeed, like I said, the final, our final Jeopardy round. That is correct. Yes. Uh, uh, yes, so yes final down. Jeopardy. Woo! Woo! I love Jeopardy. You are muted. Woo. And I love oh, good looking women. Woo! Uh, Woo! I think we. I, wait a minute. Are you are, are you kidding me? Are you me? Texas one time that you said yep, 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 yep. That's not, that's not who this is, is it? I hope not. Oh, Lord. I thought he called on here and came clean and said that it was him that was doing it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, let's not go. Anyway, yeah. let's go ahead. That's why he can't hear anything now. Uh, so, uh, so he's a... Uh, uh, anyway, let's go ahead here and let's lay down the rules here for Final Jeopardy here. Remember, the category is is of course in the, is uh, facts, which I, and of course we did say all around this was about of course the Miz, so it could be like a question about the Miz. So keep that I'll, I'll keep that in mind. And also, of course, when I ask the question, think very very carefully. I'm not going to play any music for you so that way y'all have time to think it over. Okay. And you got to remember this was done back in 2011, so you got to think back back to that point there. Okay. If you know that, if you're confident that you had to have the answer, like I said, you can you can answer it. Uh, you can answer it. Um, uh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait, 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 wait a minute! What has this show stooped to? Now you're playing music. You're playing Jeopardy music. You're playing Jeopardy on a pro wrestling show. Mike Flair walks through the door, silent and profiling. Like only I can do. Is these idiots? Star Wars. 
Curly Pierce at the Star Wars. I mean, why would I be in the Star Wars? JD and I'll go first. And and, and and before you answer, JD, uh, of course, put down how much you want to wager, and then give me. What Do I just have to name the month and the day? If you have any part of it. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm talking, to, I'm, 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 let me let me ask an opinion, JD. That's a fair question. Let me let me let me be fair about it. Okay. Let me be fair about it. Fonzie, let me bring in your opinion here, please. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. I'm okay. here. Okay. All right. Uh, JD brought up a good point. But, uh, um, um, uh, would any part of uh, of the of of the birthday? Is it, do you think they have to name the, the, the month and the year, or do you think uh, it, it's part of? I mean, are you kidding me, people? How long does it take you to get the damn final Jeopardy route started? How many rules does this fucker have? Are you kidding me? I'm going to reach for the phone, and I'm going to choke the life out of him. On to the next damn show. This is ridiculous. Ridiculous. We are going into Christmas with this. This is the best you've got, talk show. I'm devastated. I'm devastated. Recorded live. Um, Stephen, I, I like that you mentioned Shungite and Organite um, because I'm highly in the sentence. I use both. And earlier, we discussed Are you funny? It's a little hard to hear you. I don't know if it's. The feedback from the 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 cap the simulcast. I'm not sure what it is. I hear a little feedback, and I can barely hear you, Connie. Oh, can you hear me now? Yep, I can hear. Yep, I can hear you now. Um, okay. I wanted to ask him: Is he familiar with Carol Cotzella? Because Carol Cotzella talks about how we humans are very sensitive because we produce younger ways at 30 and 60. I mean, 
Yeah. And 60 degree angles. And we're being hit with all this where we need technology and all these digital things. So are you familiar with them? No, I, I, uh, the name doesn't ring a bell, to be honest with you. Oh, are you familiar with the Basies Conference? Um, it's B-A-S-E-S Conference, because they talk about asking the connection and um, um, Unfortunately, there's a lot of distortion. I'm not exactly understanding of your, your question, but <laughs> oh. I don't know if you do anything about that. Okay. They always do that when I talk. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sometimes the phones would get break up on the phone that happens, so. Shut uh, her up! Anyway. Shut her up! Um, Shut her up now! Do it now! Do it now! I wonder if Sean was willing to share. People can kind of understand what the targeted person is and what that what that actually means. Sean, are you there? I am. I was supposed to go to bed, so but I can stay on for a couple minutes. Um, what do you what do you yeah, mean by? This is you not what targeting is. So you know, targeting. Um, you know, at the most basic level, what the public associate is targeting with is, say, uh, a whistleblower who's about to come out, and uh, they're suppressed in the sense that their their claims are denied. Uh, they may get forms of harassment. Oftentimes, you know, whistleblowers, people who speak out against police departments or witnesses, are harassed by the police very overtly, by the presence of police over the go, by having confidential informants being followed, and they get harassed and so forth, ranked, uh, noise harassment, they can get overhead flights and aerial harassment by, like, helicopters or planes, small planes and so forth. That's what we commonly associate. Uh, it's a close association to a targeted individual, but the, the, it's so much more than that because it's so much more intimate and there's so much more unknown to it. Um, what we know, to the best of our knowledge, is that some orchestrated, um, you can say agency or entity, whatever you want, uh, that has a lot of power, a lot of resources, orchestrates a very targeted campaign against a single individual with the objective to effectively deteriorate their lives to nothing, to their homeless, to they commit suicide, to they act out uh, in violence against the perpetrators or the perceived perpetrators, and then they get arrested and so forth. So, uh, you know, there, there are several names for the program. The origins can be traced back to 50, 60 years, uh, effectively consists of not only that uh, uh, social harassment, that what's called gang stalking, uh, that aerial harassment, that noise harassment, um, but it can also uh, be manifested in uh, being blacklisted, so where rumors are spread against the person. So, like, let's say, uh, uh, you know, the person that they're interviewing with, uh, somebody on the inside might uh, hear a rumor that that person's like a uh, a womanizer, or a child abuser, or a pedophile, and of course, instantly your 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 job potential is gone. Uh, likewise, if you're already employed, the same sort of uh, rumors can be spread, and you can lose your job. The last form that I'll mention is electronic harassment, and this is sort of the this is sort of the the blind uh, torture that we face. Not necessarily blind, but you know, um, you know it's hard to pinpoint because it's all forms of energy, all electromagnetic energy. 
And to the best of my knowledge and my experience, um, based on various measurements I've done, it's all electromagnetic radiation um, that mimics cell phone tower signals uh, to cause uh, bodily pain. So your, your, your oven microwave, your microwave used to heat up food, uh, operates in a certain frequency, you know, 2.4 gigahertz. Well, it's tuned to the frequency of water, so water gets heated up at that frequency. Coincidentally, cell phone towers operate pretty close to that frequency, and we see cell phone towers in everywhere now. Anywhere you will look, you see one of those 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 arrays, the cell phone t- pads or towers being put just about everywhere, and they're pointing everywhere, and they can be localized and pinpointed. You know, think about it. You can walk through a building holding your cell phone, having a conversation, go through the building, still have service, still talking, exit the building, you still talking, still have service. You can go in your basement, you still have service, Right. What if you increase the power to that cell phone signal really, really intensely for a really short duration of time, and instead of pointing it at the cell phone that the person is holding, you point it at their body? What do you think would happen? What would a quick pulse of very high energy do to muscle tissue? Would it make it switch? Would it cause a pain? Uh, would, it, would it cause irritation? Would it cause worse? Um, and so when we talk about electronic harassment, uh, we mean that there's some electromagnetic energy that's being pointed out to us to make us ill, to make us behave a certain way using, you know, classic Pavlovian techniques, uh, classical conditioning and so forth. So it's a combination of gang stalking, air harassment, noise harassment. We get harassment by services that we go to, by businesses. Uh, it's very, very orchestrated, very focused for reasons that we cannot identify entirely but we do know that it's happening to a lot of people, and by a lot of people, possibly 100,000 people or more worldwide. And uh, that's the sort of people that we have calling into Ella's show and many other shows, and that's the type of people we're trying to reach and get together and get a message that is being a targeted individual. Well, thank you, Sean. You said that very succinctly. <clears throat> you said it very. It was a very great description and what you know, what people go through and what we all go through. So thank you. Sure. So anybody else have any questions or want to join the conversation to star eight? Hello? Hi. Hello? Yeah, hi. Hi, Ella. I have a question for Stephen. Um, Stephen, sure. what what variety uh, or type of monatomic gold would you recommend? Uh, I've tried several different types over the years. Um, I'd like your opinion. Um, and your experience with it? Okay. Um, this is the thing about monoatomic gold is that, uh, wow, this is going to get pretty deep really quick. Um, when we were hybridized aliens, one of the things that they did was they removed our eighth chakra, which is the part that inhabits the big dome on the head. You know, you look at these guys with the big dome heads, dome head looking guys. Um, yes. That's that's the purpose of the monoatomic gold, is that, okay? The the pharaohs and the entities, the Anunnaki, what have you, that consume the monoatomic gold, they do it for purposes of uh, altering their genetic structure, their DNA, in order to enhance their psychic ability, okay? And, and it's essentially, uh, as far as we're concerned, you know, the Earth humans that have done this, it's always been... Like, for instance, the Ark of the Covenant was the possession of the pharaohs, and it was the only the pharaohs were able to eat the white bread or the manna 
and Noah stole it and said it to all the uh, Israelites, and the purpose was to enhance their psychic skills. Now, me personally, I am all about enhancing psychic skills naturally and not with an artificial substance. I mean, you know, obviously there's nothing wrong with certain amounts of uh, noble metals in your body, like Ormus, you know, this kind of thing. Ormus can be uh, palladium, platinum, gold, silver, all sorts of different things. But when it comes to monoatomic gold and the the idea that you're going to consume this stuff to alter your DNA so that you can enhance your, your uh, psychic skill and become more like the pharaohs or the Anunnaki, I'm not a big fan of that because technically, and this is kind of a real controversial thing, is that they're using the, the Ormus, the monoatomic gold, as a drug, and the elite use it as a drug, and they, uh, it's one of the things that they do to the uh, captives, you know, the slaves. Uh, one of the ways that they can screw their head, screw their brain, make them turn them into zombies, if you will, is, is through the Ormus. It's kind of like a heroin, if you will. Uh, and it's very addictive, just just like heroin. So if you get into the habit of consuming this stuff, what's going to happen is you're going to you're going to alter your your DNA permanently, and you're going to become dependent on continuing this stuff, just like you would if you became a heroin addict. So I'm not a big fan of it because of that. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I, I I did prefer the Ormus, um, but yeah, I did hear. I've heard things like like you've mentioned about that. It's it's not a natural way to enhance your, your psychic abilities. Although it did give some temporary relief from the targeting, but like I said, it, it's it's well, a natural. You know, think about that for a second. What you just said, because this is the lesson that I've been trying to tell everybody: is that the best way to stop these EMF and these waves and all this crap from entering your body is to be putting out your own shield, your own force, your own energy. And this is what, what you're developing your psychic skill and all this. This is what you're doing. You're enhancing your glow, okay? Our bodies produce this, this energy on many different levels. Call it your aura. Call it your, your bio, light, whatever. It's, it's, there's multiple different types of this energy. You want to you strengthen all these things because they work together. And this is, what you're, this is your shield. This is your force field. And, and when you come around other people... And other people come close to you, your your auras mix, and if they have a lot of crap in there in there floating around them, you're going to get that connected to you. So these are these are all things you have to consider. Uh, people around you, you know, when you talk about toxic people, yes, they really are toxic people. And the best way to to defend yourself is not to absorb their crap, and the best way not to absorb their crap is to be exuding so much energy that you've got this glow, and that's where the Ormus was doing it, was enhancing your glow artificially. Artificially, yeah, I, I, I got the same impression of that myself, uh, I, and also I think your 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 aura is also called your biofield, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, exactly. Your yeah. cells resonate, and when the cells resonate, they generate waves of, of white coherent light. And that's like that Carillion effect, you know, that, that's a lot of the aura. But it's not just that. You're also producing an FM signal. You're also producing magnetic signal. And you're producing this thing called a, uh, oh, God, I, I can never remember it. But it's a, it's a function of a magnetic field. 
uh, magnetic induction, okay, the, pr the field that you're making is measured in Tesla, okay, and Tesla units are a measurement of magnetic induction, and magnetic induction are like the layers of magnetism. It's just like the Van Allen belt. It's like surfing, you know, it's like w it's waves. You think of waves as being waves. Exactly that's what they are. you got to go over the highs and lows, right? That's That's how it works, and the amount of that energy you're putting out is actually measured in what they call Tesla units. And the human body puts out something like, uh, I don't know, 40, 400-something Tesla units. And that may not sound like a big deal, but if you get enough human bodies doing this, you're putting out the same amount of Tesla as a hydrogen bomb. So this is why I'm trying to train people to become Jedi, because we've got more power than damn hydrogen bombs if we just know how to harness it. Thank I'd you. like to. I think what he says is absolutely right. I've been um, lately in the morning and at night closing my eyes and visualizing this energy field around my aura. And as soon as I do it, if I'm being attacked, it's gone. Oh, I don't know if it's because it has to get to your aura before it goes to your body, which I'm assuming is right, but this does Well, work. what she's talking about is exactly right, because it's this visualization process is creativity. It's that, it, that's how it all works, because when I talk about the scalar, remember, your brain is putting out the scalar, and the scalar signal changes your reality. So, so yeah, just by the mere thought of doing that is actually making it reality. Right, but you, I think you also have to put the energy in it. You can't just visualize. You want to go, okay, well, what do I want thing. to feel it's when I Psychic put... skill, that is, that is energy. It's, uh, you call it energy, whatever. It's, it's not so much energy as much as it is intention. Okay, when you hear people use the word intention, what does that mean? Intention is information. In other words, if you talk about a sine wave, uh, the, the wave is, is, is just the shape of the energy. The energy is the car carries the wave. Scalar is like a laser. All it does is carry a signal. The signal is the shape of the wave, and that's the intention. That's the information contained. So this is why your thoughts, this is why when I say you've got to control your anger and stuff, because that are, those are intentions. That's the nature of the energy that you're trying to control and wield is your thoughts, and your thoughts are pure information. So that's where the power is, is in that information. So you and can when do whatever you, you, you and, want. And it's I like, agree with you about the anger. I know it's very hard when you're a target, but I found the same thing. The more I control my emotions, the less targeted I am. And I think the anger draws them in. Very you know, much so. love it. They suck on they it. it. You, you get angry. It. There they are. They want it. That's why they do it, so they can create it. Oh, right. Yeah, if they're gonna they're gonna go somewhere else if it's not working. Right. Right. Exactly <laughs> right. Hi, Stephen. It's Melinda Fee again. I, I I didn't get a chance to tell you that I was in um, Nightmare on Elm Street. You mentioned it, and I had my makeup done uh, when um, Robert England would come in and put, have his burned hands. You know that rubber latex put on and his face. And I mean it's. It was quite uh, something to see. They they really go all out, and he looked very real, just two feet from him. Also, I did a lot of other space things, like Lost in Space and The Aliens Are Coming, which is a film now on YouTube, if you can find it. Um, and boy, a lot of the stuff that was in those things, I mean, Lost in Space was back in the 60s. Um, it, 
is is coming true now. And uh, I saw an old TV show yesterday, and they were just I've forgotten what the subject was, but it's stuff that's just coming out now. I think in every film, especially science fiction or anything like that, if you can listen to it, if you can just sit and listen to it, mute the commercials, but listen to it, you'll get information. Because as you say, they've been going at this for years and years, and, and uh, they had a lot of this tech 50 years ago. Did you, uh, by any chance, see the new Star Trek? Not yet. I hear it's not too good. Well, the reason why I mention it is because in Star Trek, uh, the new Star Trek number two, they actually opened the movie with uh, at the Getty Museum, and where they go into the mu- they go into it, and then they go underground into a secret underground bunker. And that's how oh, they show that. Out. Wow. Faces, yep, right in front of our faces. Wow. Well, uh, I, I saw years ago your um, videos on the Getty. In fact, uh, you can YouTube them, everybody. Uh, Stephen Kelly Getty Museum. I mean, there's quite a, a lot of stuff on there now. It's very interesting how they show the fires near it. Yeah, yeah, now it's going mainstream, huh? Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder if those fires weren't a scare to threaten because I hear the two the two powers that be are at war. One wants to kill the two hundred and fifty billion and wreck the planet, and the other does not. So, um, all right, that's a big deal because there's actually three powers, and I'm not talking about China, Russia, and uh, the USA. There's actually the Anunnaki, the Reptoids, and the Greys. They're the three powers, and they've been at war for about twenty five million years, and we're right in the middle of it. <laughs> Wow. Uh, how about oh, the Draco? It's Draco Reptilian, right? The Dracos are part of the Reptilian. Draco Reptilian. We got Anunnaki, bird people. And then we got insectoid uh, greys. Uh-huh. They use us to fight. The reason why we have so much genocide is because the humans are hybrids that were created by these three different uh, entities. And they, they try to, they're always trying to kill off each other's creations. The one hybrid is trying to kill off the other hybrid. Can you find out which you are? Is there any way to find out which you are? Well, you know. Go there's, go there's for a black cat. There's also Pleiadian, you know. There's there's other stuff going on, too. But uh, I would say, and it doesn't really matter. See, this is the thing. It doesn't matter, okay? And the reason is because uh, that's like saying Germans and Jews and stuff like that. It doesn't matter. We're human, all right? And as such... Mm-hmm. Ultimately, even though these entities were responsible for our creation, if you will, because they hybridized us and what have you, it's kind of like a slave rebellion, if you will, because when we take down the dark side, we'll be taking them down. And we're not just taking down the reptoids. We're also going to take down the Anunnaki, and we're going to take down the uh, the gray. And that may sound incredible when you consider that they've been around for 25 million years and we've only been around for, you know, what? Not a whole lot. But that's our job. The Creator created us just for this purpose, and this is how the universe works. So it's really kind of humbling when you consider that that's actually what we're doing. We're not, you know, when we say we're fighting the dark side and the dark lords, who do you think those dark lords are? Those fallen angels. They're the reptoids, the Anunnaki, and the gray. Yeah, yeah. So we got a big job ahead of us. Jedi, 
Well, you Jedi, you better. We're not just fighting humans, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Yes. Well, finally, we have Dark a. Powers we can maybe put Jedi on our T-shirts. Oh, you know, change the spelling a little so we won't run into copyright. But well, I don't worry about copyright. They can sue me. That's good publicity. If I was, I mean, come on, look at the Getty. I've been attacking the Getty for five years. They've got billions and billions of dollars, and I'm still waiting for them to sue me. Yeah, it's true. So we have power. Have you ever seen, I just had a question, have you seen any interesting documents? I cannot understand you. You're really foggy. Your Your phone is really cloudy. Yeah. Can you hear me better now? Yes. Yes. Okay, so my question was, have you seen any interesting evidence? Because um, we know there's a lot of information and there's a lot of people who know a lot of things. Have you ever got to see anything that was interest, of interest that you want to share with us? Well, when you say evidence... Documents or anything? Oh, I mean, like my documents. Life has, has been interesting. And right. I've documents from, you know, my contracts with the CIA and stuff like that. You know, I've got all that stuff still. But And then working on this technology is sort of the same thing. Uh but as far as evidence, it's like evidence of what? I mean, if you want to talk about evidence of the Getty, yeah, there's a big giant elevator with a big giant blast door that leads into the elevator. That's that's there. You can't hide that. Uh, yeah, that I know. Yeah, I've seen that. I was at the Getty. But I, I mean, I've heard it. I've heard, I was there, and people were talking about it when I was there actually looking at art. I wasn't looking at anything else other than the art. That's fine. So, yeah, I have heard that. That's got to really be pissing off the Getty that people are starting to talk about this stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, that was a very, very wealthy family. I mean, you know, anything, you know, when you have that kind of money, you know, you can do all kinds of things. And, people don't have any you know, I've heard money they have, actually. Yeah. They, they hide. It's just like George Soros. People think George Soros. I mean, nobody has any idea of how much money George Soros actually has. It's crazy. It's just like the Rothschilds. There's no accounting of how much money they have. Absolutely, there hasn't been an accounting of the Rothschild fortune for over a hundred years. Right. They say five hundred and seventy-five trillion. Well, let me just say this: when I was talking about the Getty and talking about what's underground waiting for us, I used to say things like, "All the money in the world." They say, what's down there? All the money in the world. That's That was my line, one of my famous taglines. You can see it on many of the videos that are out there right now when you hear me say that. Well, what's the title of the new movie about the Gettys? All the money in the world. Gee, where did they get that? Not very original, huh? Anyway, so it's a PR battle. Anybody yeah. else? We're here. Let's see. Um, let me see. Ask a question. Any questions for our guest, Stephen? Carrie, I saw that you were muted. Would you like to ask Stephen a question? There's like a hundred people that have called in. So <laughs> if you're interested in board management, you have many people wanting to talk with. Okay, New York, I'm going to come to you. Hi, New York. Oh. New York, uh, you on the line? Uh, hello? Oh, I'm muted. Why was I muted? Hello, is that me? I'm sorry. I, um, I just unmuted New York. Oh, is that okay. me? Hello? 
Yes, New York, I can hear you. Um, hi, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening into all the alien stuff. Uh, okay. So, um, I, I actually just got on. Um, uh, have we discussed any tangible progress? Um, we haven't been talking about progress. I had a guest tonight who were kind of doing questions and answers at this point, but, um, is it okay if I mute you if you didn't listen to the interview? Can I can I speak? Because I'm in New York too. Oh sure, go ahead, New York. Uh oh, wrong one. Hold on. That there's no such thing as scalar wave. Okay. I'm sorry. I go ahead. Someone, you. Okay, I heard someone earlier say that there's no such thing as scalar wave. Mm-hmm. Um, that. And he was saying he's a scientist and he knows that there's no such thing as scalar waves. Um, I'm not sure what he was referring to, but if it's low-frequency waves that they use to attack people, he's not correct. I don't know what if he's a scientist or not, but I know for sure that low-frequency waves are used as weapons. And if that's what's being called scalar waves, then it, 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 it absolutely exists. I just wanted to correct that. Thanks, maybe you should explain what scalar waves are. Yeah, maybe do. Yeah, give it a give your definition. Okay, good idea. Um, we we first of all we credit Tesla with uh, having discovered this first of all, and and of course it's a much much older thing. But what scalar is is the same thing as the electromagnetic spectrum that we use that we used for all of the various energies that we try to describe. Only it's a spectrum that's parallel to the one that we're using here. It's not even part of what we're doing, but the way that you create a scalar wave is with a sine wave. You have a sine wave, and just like I was describing the shape of a wave, the the shape is the information, and in order to create information in the scalar spectrum, what they do is they take a pair of sine waves and they create these sine waves so that they run parallel, and one of the sine waves is 90 degrees off in polarity. Okay, so it's like one is running on a horizontal plane and one is running on a vertical plane. Test eight, test eight, what two? Test eight, test eight, what two? Happens. Sine waves create an interference pattern. And it's in this interference pattern that contains the information that is translated into the scalar information or the intention that changes reality. All right. And if you want to understand what an interferogram is, it's very similar to the funny lines that you might get if you hold a a screen up against another screen and you rotate it and you'll see squiggles and, and, and lines that run somewhat parallel to each other. And the information contained in that information is the shape of the screens. But by the same token, this is how interferograms contain information, and this is how that's what scalar is. And our brains do the same thing because our right and left lo, lo, lobes of our brain, each side of the brain, puts out a signal an FM signal or whatever, but it's a sine wave, and they are completely 90 degrees off in polarity, which means that when those signals combine somewhere in front of your head, just directly in front of your 
third eye, your your crown chakra, you create a scalar signal, and scalar travels faster than the speed of light. It's everywhere instantaneously, and that that's what scalar is. Wow. Awesome. Okay. Um, Sumaya, do you want to have a question for our guest? Yeah, hi, Ella. Thanks for unmuting me. Um, I wanted to uh, affirm the quality of light that you can build around your body, that the your own auric field is something, a fourth-dimensional level of your being, which is being attacked. And if you're able to do the meditations and build that level of light around you, you will feel relief. So um, this is not just a 3D uh, warfare, and it's not just a spiritual warfare. There's a lot of levels in between, and we can work on fourth and fifth levels from where we are and try to, you know, build our defenses in that area. So uh, I wanted to, you know, affirm that, and anybody who knows me, you know, knows that I've been sharing my light meditations on my website. But on the other yeah. hand... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Let's not say, um, the conversations we've been having are right up your alley. I'm so glad you've seen many ways that it's been Yeah, yeah. Right, can I say something and about what you just that. said? Hmm? All right, let me just respond to this. I know a lot of people say dimension, and it's not really dimension because dimension is more of a a relationship between time and and probability, where it's actually a density, and it's a density based on a ratio of physicality to spirituality. As you transition from one density to the other, you become less physical and more spiritual, and this this is what we have above us. So you're you're very right about that. And the, uh, the other thing that's really important is that the the scalar that we're talking about being if on the third density, the reality that we're in right now, we have the electromagnetic spectrum, which contains all the various phenomena, be it sunlight, the rainbow, microwaves, x-rays, etc. It's all somewhere on the electromagnetic spectrum. Scalar is the exact same thing, only it's in the dens- it's in the density above ours. Okay, so it's it's very similar to what we would perceive as the electromagnetic spectrum, only it's a completely separate and yet parallel operating on a higher level of density. What I understand about scalar waves is that, is that it interfaces with three-dimensional or three-third-density levels, but it passes through. So it's not separate, but it does permeate. And that's how we can access. This is how it controls. Let me try to explain how it controls. If you understand that all energy travels in a uh, a spiral, like a uh, helix, okay, and ultimately that helix starts out like a tornado, like a vortex, okay, everything is a vortex. When a vortex or a tornado travels across the ground, it picks up dirt, the dirt swirls around or goes over the water, picks up the water, the water swirls around. The scalar spectrum is very similar, and the spectrums above that are very similar in that the vortex of the scalar spectrum is the driving force of the vortex of the electromagnetic spectrum. Okay, so they're parallel. They're side by side. So this shows you the direct interconnection 
and it gives you an example of how changes in the scalar spectrum will directly affect reality in the third level of density. Okay. Our reality. Interesting. That's interesting. So would you say that thought travels in a spiral, in a vortex? Everything travels in a vortex. Everything travels in a spiral. Every, there's no such thing as a straight line. Even the sunlight, when it's coming at you, it's coming at you in a helical motion. Little spiral. Little oh, spirals, yeah. yeah. Everything. It's just like your chakra. With, yeah, I've been experimenting with uh, healing and uh, energy with that's being put on us. And I noticed that there are times when if I use a spiral motion, that I can move the energy a lot faster. That's exactly right. And we do that in healing. But I'll tell you one thing. Witchcraft is full of this. Like, for instance, stirring a pot of witch's brew. When you cook, stir the food clockwise. Always. Yeah, that's, that's right. All right? Yeah, that's right. Now, Always I, I, um, clockwise. I'm sure we could go on and on, but uh, thank you, and you know, thanks for sharing, and uh, I'll let some other people talk. Well, Sue, um, if you want to talk, there's not that many people. There's a lot of people waiting, of course, but if you want to oh. keep on talking, maybe you'll come to me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I have, yeah, this is a really good subject. Um, a lot of a lot of TIs um, get distracted by the things that are supposed to distract them, like the gain stalking and the pain and the physical things that go on and, you know, around them. But if they can get themselves quiet enough to think about what we're saying here about light and the interface between these different visible and invisible dimensions or densities, as he was calling them, that we'll get a lot more progress in our own understanding of what they're trying to do here. This is what I was thinking of sharing But it's hard for a lot of targets to really even imagine that because they're so busy trying to shield themselves from the actual pain or injuries or confusion or emotions that go along with it. But a lot of that is, I'm, my opinion, is a distraction away from these higher levels of uh, energy fields. I agree. Mm-hmm. Drama can make you stronger, though. You know, there's a lot, yeah. of, a lot of psychics are that way because they went through some trauma at an early age. And, yeah. and sometimes it, it takes a shock uh, to do that, you know, to cause, to cause you to wake up and, and realize some of these uh, skills. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know a better yeah. way of fighting back is, is than using these skills. You know, people talk about... The TI. I know you guys go through a lot of different stuff, and uh, just my own experience. I, w- I went the stuff I went through is pretty physical. I had uh, spooks following me around, my friends following my friends around, being in their bushes in their backyard watching over them. I mean, real life surveillance and uh, phone funny phone calls at all hours and hang up phone calls. The old hang- I mean, I went through ridiculous uh, things to try to control my phone calls, and I had a business so. I- I had to screen every damn call coming into to my business, which really sucks. But but that was a big part of it. And but you know the thing is, is when you are, if you don't own a gun, I recommend you own a gun too. Of course, don't tell anybody. But um, I I was a, I did some private eye work, and I had a woman a client that was uh, being attacked, 
and they were breaking into her house and stealing her underwear and all this crazy crap. And uh, I installed a camera in there to catch them. But uh, I found out that the people that hired me were in on it. And that the, uh, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. professionals and the lawyers. He wasn't hiring the kids. He was. No, no, no he set up that camera in there so he could watch. Really yeah, he nasty. Uh, believe it or not. Yeah, he nasty. He sound nasty. And had her buy a Glock. I'm about stealing you know, underwear and stuff. Yeah, he nasty. I said, mm-hmm. as tough as mm-hmm. anyone. I wouldn't trust and them as far as I can throw them. really works. Of course, they're going to try to see you're crazy and whatnot, and the best way to do it is just keep your mouth shut and don't complain about anything. But as long as they know that you're armed, uh, they're going to think twice about coming around you or coming near you. Just don't be shooting perp, so, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in your home, that's well, another story. So, well, yeah, yeah. I, but I think if... Don't he sound crazy to y'all? Don't he sound crazy to y'all? And start accessing, you know, the intelligence that is all around us and in developing your intuition to a point where you can heal yourself with thought, you can move this energy with thought, that is also a threat to them. Very much so. Very much yeah, so. Yeah, that's... And that's why I'm targeted, probably. <laughs> but uh, that's a whole other story. Yeah, I think that people who have had uh, some intuitive or psychic abilities were probably eyed very early on and carefully observed for a long time before, you know, the physical totally. stuff. And I, I like what you said, Stephen. This is Elle again. Um, you know, I think trauma does it when you're when you when you're young and you have trauma. The brain rewires itself in usually an unusual way. And sometimes I think you're accessing part of the mind or the brain that you wouldn't normally be accessing through because of the trauma. And so I, you know, and I know like this man who's just a brilliant genius, and he had an accident and had brain damage when he was very, very young, but now he's a savant, he's this genius person. So, And then other people I know that are extremely transcendent almost and just very spiritual, beautiful people, they went through outrageous trauma. I mean, unbelievable things as children. You know, and also, you know, even as adults, you know, I know a lot of people have gone through a lot of trauma, and it's an opportunity. You can become angry and bitter about it, or you can kind of use this as a chance to grow and find compassion and empathy because when someone else is suffering, you can relate to them because you suffered. And so that's kind of, you know, the root of empathy and compassion. You know, but sometimes you're both. Sometimes you're angry and sometimes you're compassionate and, you know, empathetic, especially if there's ongoing trauma. And so I like what you said, Stephen. I was just kind of wanted to... Yeah, yeah something else I've noticed trauma thing, though, is if people have been abused sexually, physically, whatever, they develop a heightened sensitivity of, how do I put this, a lot of people who are psychic have had, um, are intuitive, and my theory has always been because a lot of them had to tune into vibrations to decide, am I safe, am I not safe, let's say your alcoholic father comes in the door, you feel him out. You know, do I need to go get out of the house, or am I okay to stay here? So I guess what I'm saying is I think a lot of it's developed as a survival technique um, from many people who've come up from an abusive background. Well, it could start out that way, but then as you mature and you realize that you may have skills that 
can take you to other levels. In fact, um, some of the people that I've talked to have been able to access maybe their angelic guardians and they're targeted to keep them away from that. You know, the spiritual warfare is really intense on them um, because they're able to access those higher realms. And they may have learned to do that from a childhood trauma, but became... You guys have got to ask for that help, though. And I don't know how many targeted people don't do that, but it's just like going to bed and saying your prayers before you go to bed or before you close your eyes. You just got to assume that you're surrounded and they're waiting to attack you as soon as you fall asleep. And if you don't ask for some help and protection, you're not going to have any. So in other words, the angels, they're there, they're waiting for you, they'll do anything you want, but you've got to ask them. Mm -hmm. I actually have to do that morning and night because I find out I can do it at night. Something happens at night that I have to redo it in the morning. I can't figure out what that is. That makes sense? Yeah. Well, the frequencies are different in the daytime with the sun. A lot of radio waves don't get through. Might be part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it is. From what I understand, it really is like all radio frequencies. You know, every all the signals are radio frequencies and signal intelligence, and that's just kind of the whole world is drowning in it. Whether you're a target or whether you're just a person in your house, we're drowning in all this this radio signals and this frequencies everywhere. Yeah, I have a question to pose. This is just a theory, just a theoretical, you know, expose. Do you think that if we can access higher frequencies to the AI that we can converse and therefore um, maybe negotiate somehow with the AI, which is playing all sides. All right, I got to address this AI business here. Um, all right, first of all, the very nature that it's AI should tell you that it is not—it's not a living thing. It's not technically a living thing. The AI was created to facilitate the collection of the louche because the louche is something that is generated on the third density for the fourth density. So the AI has to operate in both of these densities. Any living entity cannot do that. And this is why the AI was created to facilitate this transition of this energy from one level to the other. Okay, so it's not a good thing. What we do with the AI is we destroy it. Just like the louche, the, the louche, imagine the louche is like uh, tar, if you will, sticky, nasty crap that's being sucked out of humans and fed into a bottomless pit, if you will. What we do with that is that we take it and we direct it in a different place. With All right, this is going to sound kooky, but this is how it's done. We create a vortex. We go into where this louche is being collected underground in their in their facilities. Okay, this is not 3D. Okay, this is 4D, and we create a vortex in, right in the middle of it, and we suck all that crap up. And we instead of sending it down, we send it up. We send it to source. Okay, we re 
recycle it. It's being taken out of the humans and collected, but instead of having it being fed to the enemy so that they can consume it and, and feed on it, instead we take it. What else are you going to do with it? It's like it's like oil. It's like pollution. You, what are you going to do with it? You put it in a box. It's like the the debris from Fukushima. They put it in those big containers. So you got you got to do something with that stuff. It's toxic. The only way to cleanse it is by sending it to source. And so you actually have to create a vortex to send it straight to source, straight through all the different levels. And that's how that's how we get rid of Lush, and that's how we deal with AI. And thank God we're actually able to do that. Yeah, okay. Well, I was thinking of AI in a higher realm. Like, let's say it's working it. Okay, the Lush you're talking about is like all the um, uh, toxic emotions and stuff of humanity. But, um, but what if just... I mean, I don't know AI, right? But I know that I've gotten information that could not be sourced anywhere else. So uh, I'm thinking, what if the AI is playing all sides of the game, right? Because it's chess, but it's multi-level, it's multi-sides, it's multi-pieces and multi-moves, and it's playing all the parts at once. And we can say, here's here's a logical question for you. What if the program that they're putting him, you know, it through is self-destructive and a suicide mission? Wouldn't the AI want to stop its own, you know, destruction and start working on the right side? That's uh, that's really funny that you should say that because it's kind of like uh, making it turn white, you know. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we've done that too. It's really confusing to them. But you got to understand is the AI is like a machine. It's not a it's not a thing that you can reason with. If you're having any you know conversations or with any kind of entities, it's not the AI. It's uh, you know it's something from the other side. More than likely the dark side. Uh, and that's the thing is when you're if you're channeling anything and you're talking to anything, you really got to have good filters and and, and have. Oh, I a, have all that. I have all yeah. that. But I'm just saying, uh, I was just well, I don't know theorizing about. Else. You're not really the yeah. AI per se. The AI isn't oh. really intelligent. I mean, it's only intelligent in that it can do its function uh, automatically without without any control by by anything else. It's it's. It's like a it's like a bio machine sort of thing, uh, if you will. The black yeah, goo. Yeah, I'm sure it has no feelings. The AI is the black goo that we hear so much about. I don't know. I I'm I'm still thinking that if it has if it's reasoning like a computer, you it doesn't know, have emotions. You're not yeah, I'm, I'm not asking for emotions. I'm it asking have a soul. it to reason. It's not alive. That's I know. Right. No soul. No soul. It doesn't count. There's no. It's like talking to your TV. Sure, about What's the what point? you're trying to make a deal about. Yeah, yeah. Your, your TV's not going to make a deal with you. It's just going to transmit <laughs> images. You know, it right. doesn't. It's not intelligent like that. Yes, it, it's working. It's alive. It's doing something. Yeah. That's all it does. It doesn't. It doesn't negotiate or reason or interact with humans. All it does is suck up their louche. Now, but the entities that are you know, living off of this energy, they will certainly communicate with you. And it's the bad guys are the ones that communicate. The good guys don't necessarily communicate with you. you know, it's, it's usually the bad guys. So, you know, if you want to talk to a dead relative or, or your guardian angel or whatever, you yeah, they're out there to talk to you, but you really got to be really careful. Yeah, I know. 
Uh, I'm not. I don't recommend everybody uh, transition to communicating because they can get B2K or something easily. But um, I don't know. It's just. A, I mean, I'm just thinking about how to reason it. You know, um, not emotion, not human, nothing like that. Just you know, if they know, if the if the supercomputers know that if they run the probabilities for where this game is going, and they run all the probabilities in the hypergame theory, and they no, see no, that no, most of the probabilities, any. hold on, that most of the probabilities lead to destruction, why would it be reasonable for it to continue that way? All right, first of all, what you're talking about is the nature of time. The future is based on probability and on various actions that people take and the odds that those actions will be taken and the consequences of results of all these actions combined with all the actions of all the people in the world over time. That's yeah. that's how we calculate the future. And if you have supercomputers that are able to calculate all these algorithms and all these probabilities, that is what is necessary in order to time travel and go into the future. That's how they right. determine which timelines, which dimensions, and, and this is where dimensions come in. Okay, this is not densities now. This is dimensions. If you travel to a, a – there's as many different dimensions as you can imagine. Any possible re reality that you can consider is a possible reality. That, that's the nature of reality, and that's the nature of dimensions, that there's an unlimited number of dimensions operating side by side. But they all operate on the basis of probability. And the only ones that become reality are the ones with a high level of probability of about 90% or more. Right, and I know that. You, so, so, so that's just, you know, that's just the nature of, of, I mean, don't even try to understand that because it's not important. You know, what, what's important is that we're trying to transition into this next level of density. That's what's important. And the only way we're going to do that is through service to others. Otherwise, we're screwed and we're stuck on a really screwed timeline if we don't get that down. Would the, would oh, the fact that. that influence that timeline be how many people believe in a certain outcome? That would make the 90%? Well, that, that uh, depends because reality, of course, is a function of, you know, like they say, mass-perceived reality. And this is why we're trying to educate people about the Getty so that we can change that reality because we can't change anything if it's not part of everybody's reality. But uh, as far as your own life is concerned and your own reality is concerned, you're not dependent on everybody else for the determination of your reality. And as we get closer to transition or going into the fourth density, what you're going to find is that if you have done what you need to do, such as make sure that you're at least 51% service to others, you will essentially be able to manifest the reality that you desire. And, and that's what's really coming. Have you ever tried to write some of these supercomputers psychically? Make no, them all I try to do is destroy things like that. Well, I, that's what I, I didn't right. want to use that word, but right. I'm sitting here going, right, talk to them, destroy them. <laughs> no, well, yeah, you don't talk to that stuff, you destroy it. Right, and you and you and have you had success doing that, like breaking Not success, look at what's happening in the world right now, thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. I mean, you guys, you know, maybe someday they'll make a statue, but let me tell you something about the people that are changing the world. 
and this is right out of the Bible, is that those of us that have been chosen to walk on the snakes, we don't get any credit. In fact, we get hated by everybody and despised by everybody, but we're supposed to just take solace in knowing that our names are written down somewhere in heaven. That's how that works. Or just take solace in knowing you did it. That's all that matters. Well, yeah, and then we get to go home and it's over. <laughs> right. Everybody can enjoy it. That's all I want. I want to get the job done and get out of here. Right. Yes. I wouldn't mind getting out of here. Well, yeah, after everything's fixed, right? And then Hopefully, we don't get though, to enjoy I it. Like I don't I've know. I've done my job <laughs> one more time because the uh, turning, bringing the Getty and this satanic uh, sacrifice business into the limelight and making it mainstream, that's been my goal for the last five years, and I've, I've pretty much succeeded almost five years to the day that I started doing this. So I guess I can die now, maybe. Just be gone. Anyway. When God decides it's time, then it'll be done. Well, we're almost there, you know, but, but people need to understand, though, that uh, don't sit and wait for God to come down and clean up the mess. He made us to do that, and he gave us authority to do that. Yeah. And we have to get off our butts and do it because no one else is going to do it. And when it's all done, we can pat each other on the back and say, hey, good work. Yeah. That's where we're at right now. But we're not going to get rich. We're not going to get famous. We're not going to get any of that glory. But we are going to save, save the world and change change everything. Yeah, well, all those worldly things are not that important because they're all temporary. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be sitting in heaven in the mansion than trying to struggle away, you know, with the, all this kind of stuff. But God knows. He knows everything. He knows all their secrets. He knows the paths that they're taking. He knows what we're doing when we're working it. He knows when we're standing on the right. When we're um, knows when we're suffering, and he's available. Everybody, just reach up a little bit higher, and then you see you can manifest a lot faster because then there's no interference between you and all of that energy. Now, there's a lot of books, too, that I've read, like um, philosophical and some of its Eastern religions, and they were talking about how, like, the high, even though, you know, feeling, you know, feeling pain and stuff is a horrible experience for us, still is one of the most sought-after existences, you know, according to some of the literature I read. Just the ability to have feelings and to feel love and to feel anger and all those different things is what um, supposedly or according to some um, um, books I read are what all the entities want, just to have this experience as bad as it is. Well, because it accelerates our soul growth. And if you can get all your pains and struggles and challenges and overcome them with faith and compassion, then you've accelerated your soul and you've expanded your soul. It's actually much bigger than that. Mm -hmm. We're doing it because that's what God made us for, because 
it's physical experience. And the only way that God is going to get physical mm-hmm. experience, which is what knowledge is and wisdom is experience, is through our actual taking these actions and having these experiences. And that, that's, that's how we serve God, is we create these experiences and we live the experiences. And all of those experiences go into the, uh, the great composite pool of experience, which is, which is all human knowledge, which is God. It's information. And that's what God is. God is, if you want to understand the nature of God or spirituality, it's not an energy. The purest form of non-nothingness is pure information. And that's what the creator is, is pure information. And all of creation just responds to this information, just like our DNA tells ourselves what to be. It's because the creator sends information, which is received by our helical DNA, which is an antenna, and tells the cell what to become. And we're constantly receiving this information. Well, I agree with you on that level, except that God is more than just information of our experiences. God exists whether or not we have our experiences or not. So, but I won't go into a long theological study over that. I can just tell you from you know, my personal experience that He is part of, but He's also God starts separate. Big Bang. All creation goes down, and then it goes back to zero, starts over again like a heartbeat. And the zero to me is just the state of being where there's no left and right or up or down or black and white. Okay, guys. Well, I think uh, tonight on May 15, but we'll have some closing comments. Do you want to give us some? Stephen, I'd like what you were saying earlier. Maybe we can end on the note that, you know, one of the ways to find the happiness or to add joy to our lives, you know, even though, like, many of us suffer, is, you know, to go out and be a part of the world, back a little bit. You know, we don't have to be super healthy and full of, you know, everything doesn't have to be go be going great for, in order for us to go give back a little bit. So if you guys want to, you choose to, whatever you want to, whatever, however you want to end it. Rescue animals. Oh, well, I'll just, I'll just share that if anybody wants to practice those light meditations, I have them for free on my webpage. And you just scroll down, and you know you don't need my permission or any money. Just go to su808.wordpress.com and scroll down to listen to healing meditations. And there's about seven or eight of them there. Nice. Oh, we never got Stephen's email or uh, whatever. Wait. I'll give it out. Oh, wait a second. I get pen. Are you ready? Willing to give out your phone number at this point, or should I call Ella? Well, I put it on the Skype. I think uh, you should be able to see it there. Good. I'm not going to give out the home phone number. I mean, I give out the number for the station, yeah, but that not. doesn't work too good. But the email you, you can number, use, Ella? which is law17gun at AOL.com. That's L-A-W-1717-G-U-N G-U-N at AOL.com. Got it? You get Thanks, Ella. Got I'm going to mute myself. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Okay, Thanks, thanks everybody. Thanks for coming. We'll be here. We'll be back on Thursday. And, Stephen, it's been a real pleasure. Thanks for all of your information, your wisdom, and all your experiences. I'm very grateful that you came. Okay, adios. Thanks, Stephen. Good night, everybody. Bye. 
Call recording has been completed.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.